Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 347. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On this show, we're going to talk about when will you become a millionaire? And this is an article that I picked out for you from Business Insider that will explore different ages of people who become millionaires and what is the most common age you are for women and men when you become a millionaire. So it goes like this. Some people spend their whole lives working toward a seven-figure savings. But it's undoubtedly easier to reach millionaire status if you have a high-earning job that allows you to sock away more of your income. In fact, a Fidelity Investments report cited by the New York Times found that the typical 401k millionaire was an American with a six-figure income, $287,700 for women and $354,600 for men. On average, women hit the milestone at age 58 and a half, while the average man became a millionaire at age 59.3. That's several years before the full retirement age of 67, but depending on how much money you plan to spend annually in retirement, $1 million may just be the tip of the iceberg. Fidelity says there are 133,000 401k millionaires on its platform, which oversees retirement accounts for more than 15 million Americans. Notably, women now represent about 20% of Fidelity's 401k millionaires, nearly double the share of women 12 years ago. But you don't have to be a high earner to become a 401k millionaire. In fact, Fidelity found that saving consistently and investing in the stock market were the keys for those who reached millionaire status while earning less than $150,000. For those mid-level earners, women had a savings rate of nearly 25%, 18.1% of their salaries, and 6.8% employer match. By contrast, men earning less than $150,000 who reached millionaire status saved 22.8% total. Still, men earned about $1,800 more than women annually, according to Fidelity. Perhaps most importantly, the stock market was the preferred choice of investment. Men and women who became 401k millionaires held the majority of their savings, 76% and 77% respectively, in stocks. Ultimately, those who start investing in their 20s, no matter the amount, will be better off. Fidelity found it takes about 30 years of working and saving to reach the milestone. Younger investors can take advantage of compound interest and have more time for investments to bounce back from downturns in the market. The S&P 500 has averaged an 11% annual return since 1966, but even a more conservative expected return of 5% can make a difference in your retirement savings. And while the $1 million mark is something of an accomplishment, you may need more than that to live comfortably in retirement or even quit work early. A nest egg of $1 million provides annual retirement income of about $40,000 using a 4% withdrawal strategy. To find your magic number or retirement savings goal, all it takes is a simple calculation. 
Determine your desired annual retirement income and divide it by 4%, the maximum amount you will withdraw from your savings each year to pay for your living expenses in retirement. Once you know that number, whether it's a million dollars or more, you can leave work as soon as you reach it. A few things here about that article. Uh, First of all, the question is, what is the spending ability or the real worth of the money uh, when it's a million dollars in the future? And because of inflation, sometimes the purchasing power is much less than it sounds and certainly much less than it is today. And so if we continue to have inflation, even at 2%, it can really erode the purchasing power of money. And therefore, you're going to need a lot more than a million dollars. So I'm not sure that I agree with the last sentence of that article, that you can leave work as soon as you reach a million dollars. That might possibly be true today, although I would argue even today you need more than that. But they are uh, not taking into account the purchasing power of money in the future. So I think you're going to need more than a million dollars, number one. Uh, Number two, I wanted to point out the reason that they're talking about a 4% withdrawal strategy is because it has been shown in different studies that if you withdraw 4% or less per year, that it will then last you for most, if not all, of your lifetime. So the idea is that if you only take out 4% a year, you will uh, have enough money to last you for for your lifetime. And that's why that 4% number is the number that they use. It's not a magic number. It is something that has been uh, determined by different studies. I also want to point out that this article talks about the fact that in your 401k, you're invested in stocks and that that has enough emphasis to get you the higher compounding rates to get you to the millionaire point. And That's actually what I've been writing about in my book this week is about how to achieve just that and why the stock market has been such an important place to be invested in order to receive higher compounding rates so that you can reach uh, more compounding and create more wealth for yourself. The article pointed out that the S&P 500 has averaged an 11% annual return since 1966. So the 500 largest companies in the U.S. have averaged 11% per year since 1966. So that's a phenomenal rate of return and one that's hard to find elsewhere unless you're investing in real estate or something else that might take more labor. But as a more passive type of investment, uh, this is you know, the simplest way for you to actually compound and achieve some very, very powerful wealth for yourself. And it makes the point that even if you earn substantially less than that at 5%, you're still doing a lot better than certainly having your money in the bank, which at 1%, it's going to take you 72 years for that money to double. So the compounding aspect of being in the stock market is what has created wealth and what we're talking about at 11% average annual returns. So that's an important piece of this entire puzzle is what the compounding rate is and how long you can compound. So they're talking about starting in your 20s and then being able to invest for roughly 30 years, earning 11% average annual returns, you're gonna have that million dollar nest egg. So the more you can save, if you can save more, that will get you there faster. If you can compound at a higher rate, that will get you there faster. And if you can lengthen the time that you 
can leave the money and don't have to spend it, then that can also create more wealth for you and allow the compounding to work for you. Just to recap, there are three bullet points that they mention. Number one, the typical 401k millionaire is a low six-figure earner who reached the milestone after age 50, according to a Fidelity Investments report cited by the New York Times. Number two, on average, women hit the milestone at age 58 and a half, while the average man became a millionaire at age 59.3. And finally, those who reached millionaire status saved over 20% of their income and invested nearly 80% in stocks. I hope you learned something with that article. I will post it on my website at lindapjones.com. While you're over there, if you wanna pick up my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth, it's right there for you to get 11 quick things anyone could do to get to financial freedom faster. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.